0: welcome to the more life podcast where creative problem solvers and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life let's dive in what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of the more life podcast my name is Bart. if you are new around here And we're going to jump right into it. This is our year in review. We've had a quite a crazy year in 2021. There's been lots of changes and maybe you've been going through some changes yourself. Maybe this year was a good year where you kind of were able to jump out of the slum of the heat of the pandemic right in the middle there or maybe you were somebody who thrived and a lot of things happened and changed and you had to adapt and change. Uh, but that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to get to it in just one second. But first, if you're new around here and if you have not yet listened, uh, to us before, please give us a like and a follow, uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, or if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe there as well. So you can get all the other episodes and you can go back and listen to all the amazing guests that we've list- that we've had on the show, uh, in this past year specifically and we're now in season five um in 2021 we had season four and five so there's great guests in both seasons um we're really hitting our stride with the podcast and i'm super excited about it and we're going to talk about the podcast in a little bit but to get things kicked off proper uh we're going to talk a little bit about like what's happened in the business um in its entirety, uh, the the biggest thing that I think we've seen in the company, a creative partner, the marketing agency that we run, which is like the primary business that I run and operate, is our growth. So we're seeing a the biggest jump in sales revenue um, that we've ever seen, and we've also you know we're able to 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 see a lot of growth in our team and our staff in our process, and I wanted to break it down a little bit. And the first thing I want to talk about is the development side of things. And I think that's super important and key if you're somebody who is a creative, whether you're freelance or if you're somebody who's looking to level up, whether you're working a nine-to-five in your industry, in your department, whatever it may be, Um, leveling up takes a foundation. You have to have a strong foundation. And I wouldn't say that I had... A perfect or a great one. I, in fact, I would say even still, I'm looking to improve that a, a lot, in, you know, and, and what's going to happen, um, in 2022. But we really, or I guess myself specifically at the beginning of 2022, it was just me. Um, we had just, uh, lost the only contracted employee I had. And it kind of was a great thing that happened. It it forced me to kind of focus more on what I wanted this to be um, instead of trying to run and gun um, with one person. I'm super thankful for Faria, who was with us for um, a number of months and really helped me become a better leader. Um, And one of the first things I had to do in the new year was to kind of take a look at my self-development and what I was intaking um, and that's what a big part is going to be, right? Like, what, what, are you, what are you feeding yourself to uh, allow you to perform at your peak or your optimal status? Um, for me, it was, you know, getting some knowledge um, in habits, knowledge in leadership, knowledge in my own personal development. Um, I read a couple books. Um, you know, this is marketing. Um, I, I read the Atomic Habits Uh, James Clear. There's certain things that you just needed to set right. And I think the beginning of a year is such a cool and and great way to try to bring all those things together because it feels like a fresh start. it take, it's taken me a long time to stop trying to set these goals and then have no plan to reach them. I used to set SMART goals. That was what I was used to doing, um, you know, trying to find out what things can I do to make those happen. And it seemed a lot harder. Um, And instead, I I now take the approach after, you know, reading books like Atomic Habit, um, what habits or routines do I need to develop so that I can, uh, you know, achieve the things that I want to achieve? It's all about what your intentions are and what you actually do and rectifying those two things. How do we reconcile what I want to do as my new habit? And what actually happens? Um, do I need to change certain behaviors? Do I need to change certain trigger points um, for me to adapt and grow? Or is it something where I need to scale my expectations a little bit closer to what is happening in reality, and those things are super key. If no matter what you're trying to do in the future, it's kind of that self awareness, understanding who you are, understanding how you behave, and how your body and your mind are actually super important to take care of. If you want to, you know, perform, if you want to get those deliverables out, if you want to feel content at a year end like this year. This is probably the very few times where I feel not ha- fully happy, but content. Like, I'm like, okay, we were able to set out some, um, bigger ideas and work backwards with some of the habits and routines, um, to kind of develop those things and kind of take a little bit of a step back. Uh, to take bigger steps forward. And I think that's very, very key for anyone who's looking to grow anything. Sometimes you have to propagate a plant or transplant it into a different pot. Sometimes you got to trim and or prune something to allow it to grow further, to allow it to grow bigger. Um, you know, there was also professional development that I took, not just personal, but also professional development. In the... First quarter of 2021, I think I spoke about this on another episode called Niching Down. Um, We enlisted a consultancy group, and I was already a part of a roundtable with a really good friend of mine, one of the smartest business owners, um, that I know in marketing, uh, David Shrine, um, of the Campaign Donut, uh, company and the Blocks Agency in, uh, Arizona. And we, we had done a lot of work. I don't think I could have got my business where it was or through 2020 without that mastermind type, type of group where everyone brought an idea. Dave would share some insights. You know, he was, um, many steps ahead of other people in the group. And he was able to kind of just clarify and shed light on how to structure, how to lead, how to operate. Um, and that was paramount. And the next chapter of that was for me to try, um, the next level of my own organization or my own disorganization, uh, and kind of bring these, you know, ideas all in sync. I'm very much a dreamer more than a builder, but I love building. So I'm both and, but I'm definitely more a dreamer. I'm living in my head and I can see it in my head way more than I can see it in in real, real life. And it will take more practice or discipline, all the things, right, to actually actualize those things in reality. So we took... A bit of a different approach. We took a, a you know, a, a step away from the roundtable because they were very helpful for where I was. Um, but I knew I'd probably take a little step back and maybe focus a little bit more on the organization itself, or it's just me, the organization of one so that we could potentially grow this into something, um, a little bit more, uh, robust. And so that I didn't have to, um, use so much of my valuable time, limited time and energy trying to switch hats and do many different things. So we enlisted a new company called Ditto. They're a consultancy firm that help. Companies structure all their, uh, uh, SOP systems and processes. Um, they help structure, uh, your workflow and funnel internally and externally, um, to get you the optimal performance, right? That you're looking for. At the end of the day, most people who are listening to this podcast, um, other than like, you know, people who are listening to it because it's me and they like me personally they know me most people who listen to this podcast are people who are also trying to develop these types of skills they're also trying to develop and grow something bigger than themselves um so we took a step back i would say and kind of looked under the hood um before you know fueling it up with gas and gunning it you gotta do a little bit of a tune-up and and Marquis murray and his team at Ditto, they they did a great job at asking us tough questions about what exactly is happening in the business currently, where we would like to see the business um, in six months, and how they can help with systems to develop a pathway for us. Um, and that was very huge as well. And you can hear a little bit more about that in um, the other podcast episode I uh called Niching Down. So we did a lot of work to develop that and towards the middle of the year um, that's when we started to hire once I felt comfortable because that was about a three-month process working with Marquis and Ditto Uh, we we found ourselves in a place that we could hire and I felt comfortable that you know if I were to hire somebody and if they were to come on that I could do a good job of leading them that it wouldn't be so chaotic that I couldn't manage or keep up. And uh, that was huge, you know, being able to do those type of things, um, being able to have proper interviews. Um, again, a great skill I learned from Dave Shrine, um, but I wasn't ready systematically yet to uh, to use a lot of the stuff that Dave was teaching me um, for the past, like, you know, three years before I met Marquis. Marquis kind of showed me how I can utilize systems to actually get the stuff Dave was talking about done. And that was kind of me being the bottleneck, um, being more of somebody up here in my mind and not actuating. Like I'm not actually doing the stuff Dave is telling me because I didn't have a system or a clear path forward. So we started to hire somebody and I used all the the methods and, and tools that uh, Dave showed me to run an interview, to find clients or to, to find, you know, potential candidates and to go through that. And that was huge. We, I thought I could hire or replace the person that used to work for me with one person. And I kind of decided to go um, <coughs> all out and we hired four people in the summer of uh, 2021. So we hired a designer, a, a marketing operations assistant, um, a project manager, and a developer for our web design. So we have a, a solid core group of people that we were able to help onboard easily through some of the stuff we learned with Ditto, make them feel acclimatized to what's happening here at Creative Partner. And that's probably one of the biggest, um, I guess, successes I can say is the team that we've built you know in 2021 we've built a team of people who understand each other who work together who communicate clearly who solve problems together um And no one is, you know, permanent full time or anything like that. We're getting there. But I feel like this was a great foundational year for us. And because of some of the things I learned along the way, we're now developing these individuals into being people who care about the business, who feel like they are supported. Um, into people who are growing with us and can maybe see a future with us. Nothing is forever. I understand that. Um, But at least for the time being, it's great to have people who kind of get it, who just kind of get it. So that was really good. Um, Like I mentioned before, we niche down heavily by the end of the summer, once we had everybody kind of kind of onboarded, we started talking about, okay, who are we going to be in the future? And these were part of the conversations that I had with Marquis all the way back in March of, of the year. And finally, in August, we were able to um, roll them out and we did a lot of work in research. We did a lot of work in, in competitor analysis and market analysis and kind of see what's the market saying and where do we kind of fit in with all of this? Because there is a lot happening online. So for you to to make a buck or for you to make, you know, ten, tens of thousands of bucks, <laughs> it takes a lot of determination, Um, And that's not lost on me at all, how hard I've worked to get here. Um, That's something that I think is really cool. If someone were to tell me even a year ago that we'd be a team of five, Five plus, because we we do have a, a a video editor and an audio engineer editor um, who edits the podcast and do all the videos for our reels for the podcast. So really, it's you're talking about six, seven of us who are always in constant communication. And moving the needle forward, I would say that's impossible. There's no way. How could we do all of that? Um, and I mentioned at the top of this episode that... You know this is the greatest sales revenue year I've ever had, and this is year four of the company we started in twenty seventeen um, I wish I could say that it was the the greatest personal uh uh financial gain i've had it's not um but that's the cost of operation and so now we have the luxury of talking about that in a way that's more healthy um i'm okay you know keeping my salary very low as we build the team and we'll talk a little bit about that at the end um just because it helps with so much having all these different people involved um and that's something that's very crucial. You know, I think if we do these things in the right steps, when the influx comes um, of business, of further growth, um, that's going to be something that's going to be an advantage to us because we have a lot of these things locked in place. Systems, protocols, tools. all these things are locked in. So now we're just talking with the bookkeeper, keeping operation expenses down. How do we uh, manage our budget? Uh, properly and appropriately, so that we're we're meeting our fiscal goals as well, um, because it can't always be you know just about. Uh, individuals and all that type of stuff, it's good. But at the end of the day, this is a business, right? And I know anyone who is freelancing or trying to build something, at the end of the day, this is a business You're trying to support your family. Um, the people that work with me and my team are try to support themselves, their families, their their endeavors. Um, I'm not blind to that fact. So the more profitable the business is um, overall, the better it is for everyone. And that's just going to be huge. Um, this year, we also worked with uh, uh, quite a few amazing clients. I, I got—I really have to say, like I, I'm so shocked at how well this year has turned out with some of the clientele that we've been able to work with. Um, honorable mentions, obviously, go towards you know a homeless health peel. Um, organization and Peel. We were able to help them out with a marketing strategy and a website. Uh, and these guys are frontline nurses. These are nurses who want to volunteer or work with homeless to provide free healthcare in the city of Brampton, uh, Mississauga, and Caledon. Huge. I'm super proud of that type of stuff. We worked with uh, marketing clients um, and, org- and nonprofit groups, um, a church group called Village, uh, the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, We work with Brandon Gones and and the Gones Media team, um, a prominent star coming up right now with a lot of media and news capabilities. So that's been a very big plus for us, being able to work um, in the space where we're working with notable and people working with clientele that are excited to work with us as well. So that's something that, you know, it makes me feel really good because when you're starting out, you don't know how it's all going to go. And, and really you're thinking, I got to do all of this and how do I make all of this work? And I got to carry all of this. But when you start to see, okay, if I share the load, but I also, you know, work really hard at sales, which is kind of what I do now. I'm the sales guy. Um, until we can hire somebody to do sales. I'm the one who prospects and, and closes deals and the team Basically, take it from there. Um, <clears throat> so that, that's a huge, you know, comfort understanding that that's something that we we're able to accomplish and see, um, come to life. Uh, that's if you're just starting out, Dave Shrine, again, great, one, another one of those great lessons he taught me. Like the first year, you're just trying to survive. Uh, year two, you're, you're making all the mistakes. And year three is when you find like, oh, I'm not going to make those mistakes and I'm going to start, you know, doing the things that I want to do um, to get the outcome that I want. <clears throat> and I feel that's where we're at right now. We're kind of in that year three, four, maybe it took us a little bit longer to get there uh, in in terms of figuring out all the wrong things we should have not done <laughs> and, and doing the things that are probably the most profitable and best for our company. And in doing so, that's how we got the better clients is because we, we focused on doing less things, but doing them more effectively and better with greater results. Um, so if you're just starting out, Take courage. Uh, Know that you're not alone and that it does take a lot of effort. It does take a lot of grit to get through that part because it's inevitable. Um, You will need to figure out how to just make money to survive if you're just plunging in full time into freelance work or into a business. Um, And then you're probably going to go through a period of doing the stuff you're not supposed to do. And that's, that's part of the process. I'm a big fan of process. I love process because it means that you are eventually going to uh, see a result. You know, unless you are stubborn and don't want to change, you're going to see some results to the degree of your compliance fee and understanding to the degree is the degree that you'll actually see the results. So that's really cool with the business, the people, the staff, our niche some of our marketing stuff that we've done, um working towards that, writing articles, being featured on different podcasts and shows those were huge 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 in twenty twenty one The podcast, which is what you're listening to right now, is kind of like the first brainchild of the company um, you know the the company centers around. The uh, the agency, but the first thing that we want to do after that with a podcast as a resource, kind of helping people who are trying to figure out how to do this. Um, and there's other things that are going to come out in the future in terms of like a course and being featured on different uh, platforms um, as other parts of that. But the hub is what pays for everything is the agency. So the podcast Another, um, stellar year in terms of our guests. This is something that I'm, I'm proud of and I wish more people knew about because it's such a good resource. The caliber of people and the information that has been on here, uh, <laughs> it blows my mind. You know, you, I always knew I had a pretty strong Rolodex or, You know, notebook of people like contacts, you know, in your phone, Um, but being able to tap into some of them and meet new people online and get everybody to come on a call and to talk to me for an hour um, and share some insights that that was really big for, you know. The the audience, they got to benefit from people that are way smarter than me, that have done way more than me, that have accomplished way more than me. And I'm just lucky and thankful to be in the room, you know, like um, season five, we had Jalen, uh, Jalen Nelson, he's Rockstar influencer. I think when I I saw him on the podcast, he was at like 60 or 70,000. I think he's at 120, 130,000 people on on, uh, on Instagram. We had Jessica Wellman. Um, She was the former uh, uh, creative director of Shadowland Magazine. You know, Sophie Taylor running a crazy agency, six-figure plus, 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 working with amazing luxury beauty and wellness brands. Daniel Lewis of, you know, Daniel's Tea, um, and now the Chai Bar. These are, these are such great people to have and learn from who have done great work in different areas of business. You know, we even had Aaron Prothrow, uh, one of the first black, uh, uh, brewmasters or breweries owned by a black person in the GTA. So the guests, and the information and the lessons learned, I think we have done such a great job. Uh, the podcast does not get the viewership that it deserves at all. <laughs> at all. I wish more people listened, watched, subscribed. Um, that's something we're going to focus more on, on how we deliver content, how we share content, how we make it more tangible and relatable um, and less static, Um, and I think that's a disservice to, that's, this is just me personally talking, you know, to myself. We're, we're friends here, right guys? We're friends. Um, I think I can do a better job at promoting the caliber of guests that we get on this show. And that's something I, I hope to do in the new year is is kind of hone in on how do we talk about the show? Because I I genuinely believe if people start to listen to this, they'd be like, oh, this is a gem of a podcast, not because of me or anything that I've done, but just the uh, different voices, cultures, background, ethnicities, you know, races, sex, all that type of stuff. They have such a unique but similar experience and we are able to. Talk through the process, the upbringing, talk through the execution, the deliverables, talk through the success and the failures. Um, that's huge. I think that's going to be something that, you know, to look out for. We're, we're now doing, I think we're doing like 300 downloads a month. I'd love to see that. 500 or a 1,000 downloads a month. Um, that'd be huge for us to be able to get something like that uh, on, on the podcast, just because the guests are so good. And we have uh, some really good ones coming up. I, I can't lie. 2022, um, we have Ashley Almer, another absolute gem in terms of the work and the caliber that she's doing. So these are things that I'm super proud of, even though I know it's not exactly where I would want it to be, um, and we're talking about that internally, about how do we solve some of these problems. Right now, we got a little bit of an issue with Instagram on the podcast, Instagram account, uh, because it does not want to show our reels, and we can't post reels, and our, our video editor, Raquel is so talented at making these reels um so work which i know would help grow the following and get more awareness out so we're working on that if anyone knows anyone who works at meta or at facebook or at instagram or whatever it's called you know hit me up because i need some help with my account uh to get it in the right place <laughs> um yeah, that's kind of where we're at, you know, with the agency, with the podcast. We still have another third business we're waiting to launch. We're just waiting for the right time. Um, it's a clothing brand, but it's part of a, a fund that would help um, black entrepreneurs, which is something, again, that I'm super honored and proud to be a part of. So we're just we're just waiting on the right time. You know, timing is super key, and you can't over-leverage yourself. I have responsibilities. I have a family. Um, I have six, seven people who wait for me every two weeks to get them, you know, a check. So there's a lot of balancing there. But I think when the right time presents itself, um, we have something that I think people are going to absolutely gobble up. Um, We just don't want to shoot too fast. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to jump the gun and it fall on deaf ears. I think as everything grows, we now have a better platform and better resources to talk with people about, um, you know, systemic racism and what the black experience is and how do we change the narrative and the perspective and talk about the rise, talk about the, the beauty uh, within the experience itself. So that's a little tidbit. Hopefully it comes out 2022. We already got partnerships. We already have, pe- that's, that's like a already packaged, done deal, just waiting for the moment, um, where it's right. And it's not going to clash with all the other stuff that we're doing and, and overbear us, uh, with capacity and work-wise. Um. Those three things are the main components right now. Like I said, we're up, we are planning a course for 2022, um, talking about agency development, and that's also something that's coming up in the future. We have to evolve and we have to grow, and I think courses are have been for quite some time now, very effective tool to share knowledge. And I love to talk. I love <laughs> to share knowledge. I love to you know read books and share what I'm reading and what I'm learning. Um, and so this course I think will be very helpful to people who are starting out and they want to build what they're building into an agency, those of them who like agency lifestyle and what that means in the in the modern age, in the 2022 age. I've been doing this now for four years. And it's different. <laughs> Social is different. The internet is different. How we consume the pandemic also intensified everything. LinkedIn is rising like crazy. TikTok has exploded. It's a different world out there. So building an agency and the tools available to you is so unique and so powerful. Um, you just have to know how to harness it. And I think that's something that we're going to workshop in building. Um, yeah. So next year, 2022, I think it's going to be a monster year. This is this is the year that I think I've been waiting for since 2017 when we first started um being being somewhere in being some in a, in a place like we are right now where I feel like we're just about there where uh we can uh feel the anticipation of okay We just need, you know, certain things to line up correctly and we're going to be flowing in a rhythm that is so much more natural and comfortable for us. So we're in the place now where we're setting goals. And again, we're doing some of the same stuff we did last year. We're revisiting the how do we do less and how do we do it better? That's, you know, the extra junk stuff, it creeps in. It really does. Uh, well, let's do this, and let's do that, and you see something else happen, and you're like, "Oh, let's do this reactionary stuff," and, and that's the stuff that slows down the growth of your business. You have to keep the main thing, the main thing. You have to keep what is most important to you um, locked and center focus. Um, otherwise, you you dilute the potency of your essence of your brand of your opportunity to capitalize you know so the these are things that are so important we're, we're we're diving deeper into our niche you know um we talked about this like i mentioned in our previous podcast uh called niching down um we service and look to service uh, construction, commercial construction, interior designers in the commercial space, and offering the marketing tools and assets that get them the the, the results that they've been looking for. Um, so when when you're planning for 2022, when you're thinking about the future, you have to have an idea. You also have to have a plan. Like I mentioned, intentions, goal settings, habits, all these things work. Together, um, they're not mutually exclusive. I don't think you can be successful in something if you're not necessarily taking time to account or take record of what you're doing and doesn't need to be adjusted or changed to see the results that you're looking in. So we're deepening our niche. We're deepening in our marketing. Um, Maria, our marketing operations uh, administrator is so talented. Um, she is very, 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 um, smart with, uh, doing our deep dive analysis and our marketing analysis and, and how do we get the best, uh, uh bang for our every keyword? And we're just trying to utilize Her talents, um, and her skill set to the best, um, you know, of, of her abilities for the maximizing of the bottom line of the company. And we're changing some things already. And that's, that's the kind of pace that we live in where every six months we're like reassessing, trimming the fat. Getting back to our core values, because, like I said, you, you if you take your hand off the wheel, the car starts to drift, and that's um, there 's a leader you know that used to say that that vision leaks, and I think that 's true for core values your your core values it leaks it 's a bucket that leaks always, not by anyone 's fault or by anyone 's design that 's just the fact, so you 're constantly having to realign. And keep pouring in more water because it is leaking. We will get distracted. This world we live in is kind of crazy and wild. Um, We're we're focusing a lot on quality leads right now and getting people who are are really passionate to work with us. Um, That's something that I don't want to uh, ever mistake for, you know, go backwards ever again. Because we would... In the early years, like I said, when you're in survival mode, you're really just trying to say who has money that is willing to give it to me and I'll do whatever it takes to get it, you know, and we did all kinds of stuff that we had no business doing um, for the sole fact that I had a family to feed and take care of and and it was all on me. But now we're at the place where like, OK, we want to we want to have that mutual respect and, and mutual understanding of what the values are. And that was something that we did, started to do really well in 2021. And I want to continue that even more so. Who's in our niche and who's really passionate about talking uh, with us? Understanding what their business is, getting into all all of the nitty gritty stuff. I think that's going to be really huge for us in 2022. Um, and 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 the last thing I want to talk about before we end my super long rant about reviewing the year uh, is, you know how how to build. And I think if you don't focus on the foundation. You're really going to be at a place where you're scrambling. And there's a lot of people who believe that, you know, build something really big and then start bringing people on to take different tasks and roles. And that has worked for many people. I know people where it has. They work extremely hard for many hours for a couple of years to get it off the ground by themselves. And then they hand off things when it's, you know, like a full fledged thing that they've done from zero to 100 themselves. I don't have that in me. Um, I don't know what it is, whether it's age, tiredness, family commitments, choosing which priorities are more important. As much of a quote unquote workaholic as I am, I am somebody who very much wants and seeks balance. That's why this podcast is called The More Life Podcast. Um, So I find myself in a place where we have to build it the foundation, the structure, the walls, the framing first, and then we can grow it. Then we can bring people on. Um, and that's kind of what we modeled my you know this company after was we hired people last year when most people would say you have no business hiring one person, let alone Compare, you know, if you were looking at the revenue of 2020, you'd be like, okay, that's barely a one-person salary, and it's not—you're under the poverty line if you're living in the city of Toronto, which is where I live. That was my—that was our gross revenue last year. Why would you start to look to hire somebody in 2021? And the, my philosophy or understanding of it is I want to get people who have a little bit of buy-in because no one's ever going to have a, as much buy-in as me, a little bit of buy-in who are willing to hold out for a little bit because I genuinely believe uh, in the next 18 months things are going to open up in a bigger way and the business is going to be growing and I it wouldn't be the right time to start learning about what my mistakes are, my SOPs or the processes I need to have in place, the training and development I would need to do with a team. I'd rather start with the team first Mm -hmm. and if people are willing to see the vision um, (laughs) that I have inside my brain and hold on to that for a little bit and I know not everybody gets all the hours that they they wish they could. I can't offer all these positions that's full-time. In fact, none of them are full-time. But If they hold on for just a little bit and I do my job as best as I can in terms of getting the sales, finding clients, leading the team, when, and I think this is a definite when, not an if, uh, the floodgates open, the business starts booming, I have everything in place to hold it. I have a ginormous net. To hold it and the opportunity doesn't pass me by. So, what does this mean? This means that if you're working in your business, if you're working in your company, if you're working for somebody else's company, what are the systems that you got to build in place? What are the things that you need to start to structure now for your inevitable growth? And if growth is not inevitable, that's also something you need to kind of deconstruct and reconstruct. How do we make our growth inevitable? If we do these systematic things, if we talk to the right consultants, if we talk or read the right books, if we start to implement and simplify our process to this degree, will your business become successful inevitably? Um, For a lot of people, no. Like I said, The degree to your understanding and following the process is the degree of your success. And success is defined by many different things, by many different people. So you kind of have to take stock. What are the things that are the big, important things? Um, You know, there's an analogy where there's like a jar and there, there's big rocks. You put big rocks first. What are the, the, the core tenants of your business that you for sure have to have and keep and maintain and grow and, and nurture? And then you put the medium-sized rocks. Okay, these are the things that would be, you know, essential but not necessary. Um, we can make do without, but it'd be great with. And then you put the tiny rocks, the sand. And those are the things that are the luxuries, those are the things that are like, oh, we could finally get an assistant or a, a in-person bookkeeper or whatever. You know what I mean? Like those things where it's like, okay, we can make do with, with these. These are niceties that make the business operate in a way that's very effective and fluid. And you can take that same principle of the big rocks, the medium-sized rock, the little rock, the sand, and apply it to every single business opportunity or or project that you're doing and you do that in the the right order, you probably are going to get to where you want to get to. But it starts with the foundational things. So those things that you're looking at right now that you're thinking about as you're listening to this, write them down and then start to deconstruct which habits you'll need to create for either you, your team, your department, um, you know, the people that work for you. How do we Rework this in a way that is trackable. That's that. Once you deconstruct that, that's when you can see. Okay, here's how we monitor. Here's how we execute. Here's how we get the deliverables in these smaller things that lead to a bigger thing. Whew! That was a lot. Twenty twenty one has been socially almost the same as twenty twenty. We've. Seen a lot of people still hurting with the pandemic, and a lot of people who are trying to get by. But if you're lucky enough, and I really do say lucky because so many people don't have this. You're lucky enough to have a home, you know, a place where you sleep. If you're lucky enough to have a job, part-time, full-time, self-employed, whatever, then I think we have to consider ourselves grateful or lucky or whatever word you want to want to be want to want to call it I call it you know being blessed or whatever right I, I feel I consider myself to be blessed to be an opportunity that I am every day I would definitely encourage everyone take some stock into what you want and go for it because you never know uh, what can happen in the future, and you never know how things can end up. And this is a little bit a, sn- a snapshot of some of the things that I've been wrestling with over the course of this year and trying to grow something. Um, you know, growing something from nothing is very, very hard. Building something from scratch is very, very hard. I think about the pyramids all the time. How did they do that? How did they get all those people locked in to do that? How did they get the tools and the resources and the mindset and the plans? To do that, it took a lot, a lot, a lot of sweat and tears. And there has not been a shortage of those two things in my life this year, but I'm super grateful for uh, 2021. And I think 2022 is going to be the beginning of the next phase of me as a husband, a uh, father, a man, me as a business owner, a team leader. And uh, I hope nothing but the best for everyone who's listening to this. If you made it this far to the podcast, thank you for supporting, for listening. I hope you learned something out of this. Uh, I don't have all the answers. I'm just a guy on the road trying to make it to my destination. And I'm using every tool that I know to use to get there. Um, and I want to bring you guys along for the ride. So... If you haven't yet, this is a good time to hit the subscribe button, to follow all the things, the like, the share. I don't know. Poke. Poke is gone now from Facebook. Do it. It doesn't matter. Uh, Notification bell. We'll see you in 2022, guys. Uh, Be blessed. Be well. Be safe. All right. Bye.